welcome Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, insights about the concept of being married in the hobby or being a married person, enjoying them with your wife or your husband. Rich Klein will join us with the Lofflers and me. Thanks sponsors, Top Spinning, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com. I'm outnumbered by the ComC people today. <laughs> and then Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Welcome, Stefan and Angela and Rich. Rich was telling me y- y'all aren't the only only married couple that works at Comp C. Nope. Definitely true. What's the secret? What's, for- the, what's the kicker to the cu- married couples, Angela? Oh, the wife is both named Angela. <laughs> so if your name is Angela, it works. It works. It really does. <laughs> I think it's hard for couples sometimes to work together in any industry. <laughs> My parents work together in business after they'd been married about 45 years. <laughs> so they had enough time to know each other. My mother tried to work with my dad because he ran his own business. That lasted all well, six months. It's, it's difficult because it's... It can be. I think this is the greatest hobby of all time, but when it's your business yeah. and your hobby, then that's a challenge. But both of y'all are in the business, but you also enjoy the hobby. Correct. So is that true of this other couple, the other answer? Yes. Because <laughs> I think They're, if you share a hobby... Yeah, exactly. They're both also equally collectors. They actually apparently met while working at Comp. You were saying it really takes a lot to both work together and collect together. In addition to the hardships of just regularly being married. But some people either flame out and burst or, like me and Angela, really work well together. Collecting and despite our Indians and twins feud, it works out. And also our feud on how what to the, organize things. What are the Indians? The, what are the, Indians? the Guardians. The Guardians. They will never be called the Guardians in Cleveland, okay? Uh, the, I don't think so. It's still called Jacobs Field. It's been Progressive Field for 10 years now. They try to do buyback programs on the Indians jerseys, and it's never taken root. <laughs> so. Guardians versus Twins. It's Guardians. So, I, I know in our company we had some situations like that where a married couple were both working for the same company. But they sometimes were in different divisions or in different groups so that the one person was not reporting sure. to the other person. Yes. Is that avoided at Comp C2? Yes. It is. We're both in a type of managerial form. However, whereas she's overseeing some of the projects for customer service, I'm doing all of the social media in assistance to customer service roles. We are adjacent. We are not technically reporting to each other. We barely have to actually interact with each other ever. I already did an episode about family nepotism and things like that where you have family relationships sure. and yeah. it's got to be professional. Yeah. You know, exactly. if, if your brother or sister or husband or wife or mother or son or whatever is not doing a good job, then sure. I always thought you need to help them out or tell mm-hmm. them, hey, you're having a difficult time. Maybe you need to transfer positions sure. or or do something else. But we had a bunch of that. And of course, I had my sister that was a key person in our company. And Tim had Julia. When uh-huh. they started, they were married. Wasn't Claire your first employee? Essentially, my first full-time employee. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it gets started. She was actually working in the next building over. And she'd come over after her work and help me. And then I just needed more and more help. <laughs> and so it was great. But anyway, what are the unique challenges? Y'all are remote workers. <laughs> yes. You do have an office, but I don't think y'all go to the office as much. We really don't. Because <laughs> I've seen the office and it's rich in a bunch of cards. It's postage stamp. There is um, an extra desk there. There is. But it is full. It is full currently. We are working on cleaning it up. Until we get the next group of cards 
Which will be next week, Rich. I'm yeah. Really we have so for you, too. Yeah. But no, especially working together so often, you have to find what works right. So, you know, either whether it's communication or whether it's tackling a task so that it's easier for the other person or before you hand it off, just within our roles, that tries to negate some of that hardship. I mean, you love, you're trying to do what's best for the other person. <laughs> oh, exactly. Now, I've noticed there's a couple that work the uh, the back table of the Palmers. I believe they're a married couple. They act like they're married. They, they act are. like they've been married a long time. And they're so committed to each other, I believe they have a joint want list. Ooh. They have these albums that they're going through and they're checking off what they've got. So they must even collect together. Now, it sounds like y'all collect separately. We do. With different interests. And so you're not stepping on each other's toes. Nope. And this other couple, Rich, is that right? They have one yeah, joint collection. Yeah, they're from San Antonio. And it was his father's collection he's trying to finish Oh, it. and they're trying to finish it out. Very nice. So my question to Angela is, the hobby tends to be sometimes sexist. Yes. How hard was it for you? Because you know as much about cards, if not more than Stefan. <laughs> You're gonna pick a marital fight now. No. <laughs> okay. How often did people actually respect you for knowing? What oh, you they don't. They, they still. They're, yeah. Okay. It's so all gonna go back to him. But whatever, man. I just brush it off anymore. So is it um, easier to be a, a married woman or a single woman? Or a I'd say it's easier to be married because then I can hide behind him and be like, "Here, you say it." <laughs> Here's the bomb. There's a lot of the hobby. Yeah. I think a lot of them are single. A lot right. of them are. Um, and, and that's great, but like you said, hopefully that's went out with the 20th century for people like think so. thinking that a little lady yeah. doesn't collect sure. on her own. Oh, yeah. Anyway, like, we, we collect very differently. Like, all of his collection is mostly in binders on the wall. In the move, we found my 5,000-count box of trash and my unsorted minis as he, like, finds them from here's all of their... Here's, here's some more some, Ginter. Here's, here's some, some more Ginter. Here's some more Ginter. Please put it all in the same spot. <laughs> I'm like, I, I buy them in dime boxes for Angela at the show. And she'll send me, stop buying me stuff. And I say, Angela, they're in a dime box. Yeah. I know if I'm spending $2, it's not a big deal. I only say that because I was moving and I was tired of finding them in every single room of the house. <laughs> Even 10, 15 years ago when we first started dating, we would go into a car shop and they would just ask her, what does he want? Or everyone would look at her weird of the shop goers because they're not used to seeing a woman in the shop. Whereas now, I would like to think that most shops actually respect her and her position and at least after talking to her, understand that she's not just their... So what because you're saying I'm is it. it's perhaps even easier now for couples to meet at a card shop or at a card show yeah. and having that common in and experiencing it together. It's, easier now, yeah. for sure. It's not the old boys club it used to be. You have to have something in common with your spouse. Definitely. Yeah. You want some opposites to attract, but you also want some similarities mm-hmm. to have something in common. Oh, yeah. And oh, if you had that in common, that'd be great. Exactly. How about this? I had a dealer at my shows back in the day, and people would go to him. She knew a lot about vintage. She loved 52 top. She loved the 52, the 56 top era. She knew more about, I don't want to say she knew more about than I did because that would be stretching it a little bit. <laughs> but she was very knowledgeable on the cards from that era. And it was amazing to see people go to him about vintage and she'd answer the questions. And she was incredibly sharp and they were both very young and it was great to see so, so 
You're saying he was a ventriloquist. He was a ventriloquist, yes. He was speaking through his wife's mouth. Yes. <laughs> Just but making it look like. Making it I look like. I don't think so. I, but again, you had to live it. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if we have more participation in the sports, mm-hmm. not just in the collecting. What does your love of cards come from? Do you love baseball too? I like baseball. I don't love baseball. But have you followed baseball since I follow, were, yeah, yeah, it's so. been in the family that you yeah. follow the woes of the team. <laughs> The um, scores that all your broadcast for sure. Yeah. Have a terrible Sunday because you're following the Browns. It's the Browns, oh. guys. So yeah. You still have 1964. Plus, also, yeah. my house didn't have cable growing up, so literally the only thing on during the weekend was sports. I got into racing because that was what was on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> okay, tough question here. Sure. Because y'all are married and y'all are enjoying the hobby together. But I think there's some guys that are married and their wife does not work in the hobby and they feel just like there's golfing widows. You know, the guy <laughs> who's golfing all weekend or something. You know, when a guy leaves for the whole weekend for a card show, you think that's tough on some marriages? If it's all the time. Every marriage is different. Yeah, for sure. Some women want them to leave for the entire <laughs> weekend. But uh yeah, I kind of get jealous because I... I like to travel. I would like to think that if she wasn't or if I weren't into the hobby, it would be more of a give and take where this weekend we'll do your hobby, whereas next weekend we'll go out camping or down to the beach in Houston. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't like the whole perpetual fact of people lying to their spouse about the mail. I'm like, be very upfront about your budget and what, where you spent it. On, what are these packages? Like the whole hiding of packages, I wish would go away. <laughs> be open with your money, at least amongst each other. It's just wise. Do y'all know any married couples where the wife collects and the husband doesn't? No, I don't. Because I'm not familiar with that either, but that would be interesting. That'd be weird. The other thing is if the husband collected seriously and the wife didn't, would you advise the husband bringing the wife to a card show? Do it once in your life. Ten to six. So I'm going to be there at the beginning, and I'm going to stay to the end. I want you to walk with me and enjoy the hobby. Wouldn't that be miserable for a woman that was out of her element, had no idea what was going on? Unless the husband was giving a play-by-play. It's part of the give, give and take of the play-by-play. But, <laughs> but they're a people watcher. It doesn't matter. Watcher, okay. There's what, a lot of people what, watching. Yeah, there are people watchers out there that don't care. Which, would you say I'm a people watcher or a card watcher? You're a card watcher. <laughs> Having run shows... I would always try to ask, is that person collecting too, or are they just here to help you? Because you'd let them in free. Because I'd let them in for free. One of my vendors, one of his best customers would come, and his wife would come, and I knew she didn't care one lick. She was just supporting him. It's hard, because she would she would just go, oh, more of these cards. Yeah. A long time ago, I used to go to the Society of American Baseball Research Saber National Conventions, and sometimes the spouses would come and... It depended if the city was a cool city, and then the <laughs> spouses who really weren't happy to be there would also join Saber. Spouses against baseball research. <laughs> <laughs> if they're in interesting cities, you can do a dual vacation, I believe. Yeah, sure. Except now with trade nights, are trade nights positive or negative for hobby marriages? Oh, we it's got to go, be negative, I think. We it's, don't go to trade nights. I'm saying it's got to be difficult. It I makes mean, it an all-day, all-night experience. I right? can't do Which that Which is much. not what most 
men or women signed up for it, <laughs> no. I don't think. No. I'm pretty introverted. My battery starts to wane down towards the end of the show as is. I've heard, uh, at least if you're an active trader, they can be successful for you, but I just don't have the time or energy for that. We've worked out a way of doing shows because I like people watching in addition to the cards where I will figure out what route are we taking and who are we talking to, and then that's the end of our day. (laughs) And Angela, to be honest, at the Comsey booth, you do most of the talking. I do a lot of the talking at the Comsey booth. He has a lot of the analytics and packing that I don't have to worry about, which is great for me. Division of labor is a big deal in every marriage, not just whether you're experiencing the hobby together, whether it's a family or a home or apartment or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cook, I'll clean up, for yeah. example. Yeah. Sure. It used to be you cook and you clean up. Now it's you cook and I'll clean up, <laughs> yeah, which well. is an improvement, I think. <laughs> it's an improvement. Or it's, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to wash the dishes tonight <clears throat> because I've got some cards to sort. Do you think that's going to fly? No, he'll say, I'll wash the dishes, but then you got to sort all those cards and then take a back, <laughs> backstab and go. What a bargain. Indeed. I think I'll wash the dishes. <laughs> when you get him to start cooking, then I'll really be impressed. Nope, he is not a cook. The division of labor does not mean can do cereal. take turns <coughs> doing do each things. <laughs> he's got cereal, he's got Pop-Tarts, he has instant oatmeal. He's good. <laughs> it's always good because the two of them, Angela and Stefan, I think their strengths mirror each other enough where it really works. Hopefully y'all are a really good example. I want all my friends' marriages to be great, but I don't think the hobby has to be a negative. I think it really can be a positive, whether one person is in it or both people. It's a pretty wholesome hobby with basically pretty nice people. Oh, yeah. So I wouldn't be afraid if some woman or man that's a collector fell in love with another woman or man that's a collector and they decided to get married, and they oh, we both have the same hobby. I think it'd probably be a positive. Oh, yeah. Just to keep it in perspective. And you don't have to share the collection. You can keep them separate. Separate property. <laughs> you can do non-sport. I can do sports. You uh, can even can. organize them differently. Yeah. Well, I'm going I'm to stay with my simple route. And my <laughs> awesome wife is allowing me to have my own separate hobby. Yeah. She's trying to understand it through the lens of, of the podcast. You've also taken her on a couple of your trips recently up there to a fun location. To a fun location mm-hmm. that's more limited. We went out to Burbank and she got a kick out of that. Of course, Rob's wife was there too. Yeah. 